What's up, everyone? Welcome to Marizona. I'm your girl, Miranda, and welcome to Frequencia's first and only cannabis podcast. I'm super excited to be hanging out with everyone today. Uh, so a little bit about me. Again, my name is Miranda, and I've been in the cannabis industry for about roughly six years now. And I got a couple of cool things to talk to you guys about. Um, so for starters, this cannabis podcast is going to be about all things cannabis, education, and the fun stuff, how to medicate, where to get it. And let's just jump in. I uh, actually brought some cool stuff today. Uh, I brought some gummies. These are going to be from the brand called Mind Right. Uh, edibles are amazing because they're easy to dose with. There's a lot of fear when it comes to edibles because there's always that one person who has that terrible experience where they eat way too much before they need to or just not even thinking about their body chemistry or how much is in their actual product. So I went to a local dispensary called The Phoenix uh, and I picked up a couple of things and I got these MindRite bottle cap edibles. And these guys are 10 milligrams per piece. 10, low and slow. So a good rule with your edibles is always start with at least 5 to 10 milligrams per piece, which is easily available at any local dispensary which is awesome because now if you're 21 and over, you do not need a medical card to go and purchase at any local dispensary here in Arizona. But if you do have a medical card, you know, 18 and plus, go get that medical weed. <laughs> um, but I got these guys, uh, they usually go for about, I would say uh, 11 to $12 after taxes, depending on if you do have your medical card. Um, and we'll get into that, why there's a difference between pricing for medical and recreational. Uh, but I got these guys for about 10, 12 bucks. And I usually take about, I would say 30 to 40 milligrams, depending on the day and depending on what I'm doing. I am a functional cannabis user, by the way. So I medicate with cannabis pretty much all day every day, which is a-okay. <laughs> For me, it's uh, my form of coffee. A lot of people like to drink soda. A lot of people like to drink Gatorade. I medicate with cannabis. Uh, I like to actually vape a lot. That's kind of like my preferred way of medicating. Also, flour. Uh, but these guys I brought on because I wanted to try them. It's my first time ever. Uh, so you get 10 in a pack and they're 10 milligrams per piece. And these guys are made with distillate and what distillate is, is a highly concentrated form of THC. It is what's known as a extract of cannabis. Uh, so usually there is a solvent that helps purge uh, or help get all of the THC out of the plant matter. Uh, so you can find products that don't have a solvent or that uh, do. It all depends on how you like to medicate and what's good for your body. And later down in this podcast, we'll break down what the difference between solventless and solvent-free concentrates are. Um, but these are going to be distillate made. So distillate is THC oil concentrate. They strip out all of the terpenes and other cannabinoids in the plant matter in that concentrate. So they single out the THC, make that oil, and they make these edibles with that. So you're not going to get a specific effect from these type of edibles because it doesn't have that terpene. The terpene really, you know, tells you tells your body or affects your brain in the way that tells you if you're going to be tired or if you're going to be sleepy. It doesn't have any of those to really give you that geared effect. This is just going to give you some THC going to give you that good high. <laughs> so 
I normally use my edibles for sleep and insomnia. Ever since I was a kid, it's been really hard for me to fall asleep. I don't know if anybody out there has those issues, but your girl does. Uh, so ever since I was little, I would toss and sl- toss and turn until I fell asleep at like three in the morning. And that's not good when you have to go to school or work. <laughs> so I have been using edibles and this is what it looks like. Got a little smush in my backpack. Don't come for me. It happens. Also, just be prepared in Arizona. If you do buy gummies and are traveling with gummies, get them out of the heat very quickly. Very, very quickly. <laughs> so. Hmm. Mind you, this is my first time trying it. Excuse me. Break. Just kidding. <laughs> so, what I like about these they are sour blue raz. And you can't really taste the concentrate on top of it, which is kind of rare sometimes for gummies and edibles. Some brands, what they do is they get the concentrate and they pour it on top of the edible and then they massage it into the gummy. I prefer my gummies to be infused so that the THC is inside the gelatin. There's a better chance of your body receiving it and breaking it down better and you won't have to take as much. So I just took 10 milligrams. We'll see how that affects me. Shouldn't affect me too much. (laughs) But uh, a good rule of thumb when it comes to edibles is that THC is fat soluble. So you always want to make sure that you have a little bit of fat in your stomach. Always, always have a little bit of fat in your stomach because if you don't, it's really not going to do anything. It's just going to sit in your stomach because your body really doesn't know how to break down THC when you ingest it that way until you introduce that fat. Fun story. When I first got into edibles, uh, it was around the time when I first started working in the cannabis industry. I believe I was about <laughs> I was about 21 years old uh, and I bought myself a Kiva bar. Uh, Kiva, which I still need to search and see if they still make their chocolate bars because I've only seen their chocolate-covered coffee beans and blueberries, uh, which are still amazing. But their Irish cream chocolate bar was phenomenal. And that chocolate bar was over 100 milligrams. And I decided that I was going to treat myself and buy myself my first edible. And um, I ate the whole thing. I ate the whole thing, <laughs> and um, I would. I went to the uh, <laughs> the one of the museums actually downtown. I think it was like the Children's Museum, or the Science Center, and I was walking around doing all the little exhibits, waiting for it to hit me. I'm like, oh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and I'm gonna be like, woohoo! Nothing happened, and I was so upset because. I spent a good amount of money on that thing. It was about $30. It wasn't cheap. Edibles aren't cheap. And cannabis isn't cheap. So if you're really, you know, considering getting into it, just be prepared for that trial and error and give yourself a break. And also look for the deals. Always look for a BOGO. Always look for a 50% off. Buy one, get one. Anything. Because save yourself some money. Always. But spent $30 on that chocolate bar. Didn't feel it. So if you've ever experienced that, don't be discouraged with it. Just try it again and also have some fatty foods in your system. The next time I tried an edible, I got a lemon tea cake from Sublime and it was about, 
I want to say, no, their lemon tea cakes when they first came out with them were about 50 milligrams, but now they actually make a 100 milligram one and it's pretty tasty. Um, I bought that tea cake and I had a full fried chicken dinner, full fried chicken dinner, mashed potatoes. I had a biscuit, I had two pieces of chicken, all that good stuff. And I ate the lemon tea cake right after and I ate the entire thing which is roughly about that big it's not too big but I ate the whole thing and within an hour of me ingesting that edible my eyes were like this and I could not open them for the life of me I was like okay it's time to go to bed (laughs) and I had never had an experience like that before with edibles because I didn't know what I was doing and I just ate the chocolate and thought it was just supposed to get me high and that was it. So there's a little bit of science to it. You know, you got to learn your body, know what your body likes, how much is going to work for your body and what you're trying to use your edibles for. Me, I primarily use them for sleep, but every now and again, I like to have them when I'm out and about. Um, So one thing that I also brought for us to play with is uh, medicated olive oil from Uncle Herbs. Shout out to Uncle Herbs. They make amazing products and they actually have some RSO products too, which is awesome. Uh, So this is going to be their medicated olive oil. It is a 100 milligrams THC plus 200 milligrams THCA. And THCA is a cannabinoid. Uh, It's actually THC before it's combusted. So it's the uh, purest form of THC that you can actually have, which is awesome. Uh, And these guys roughly go for, you know, about $45 to $50, depending on where you get them. Uh, This guy right here is a sublingual product. So what I love is, don't mind me, I broke my nail today and I got them done yesterday. Your girl is all over the place sometimes. And that's okay. That's why I smoke weed. Um, But this right here is a dropper and it is a medicated olive oil. So the concentrate is blended with the oil. So there will not be any separation. And what's really cool about this is that it's easy to medicate with. It's about, uh, let's see here, 15 milligrams per serving. And they have all that information on the bottle as well. So it's super easy to take home with you. Uh, And always ask your bud tender as well. Your bud tender is there to guide you. Uh, I was a bud tender for six years and It's been the best part of my life. Um, So this guy's really cool to make food with. You can put a couple of drops in your food, um, cook it into it, just make sure your temperature's not too hot, or you can just easily put it on top. I personally like to go for the gusto and I put it underneath my tongue and I let it sit for about 60 seconds, full minute. And it gets into the salivatory glands. So your body doesn't have to really digest it. It goes through the bloodstream a lot faster. And ooh, I'm over here getting crazy with the mic. <laughs> uh, it goes through the bloodstream a lot faster. So it's I feel like you feel it harder and faster because of that method. Uh, you test it out and you let me know what you think. Because I personally like sublingual products. Uh, There's a brand that I really, really like. They used to make mints, and they're not in Arizona anymore, but they had a daytime and a nighttime mint and a midday mint. And, like, the I believe the the daytime one was, like, like an orangey-flavored, and it just gave you that burst of energy that you needed, and it was only 10 milligrams of THC. So it really, really helped with, like, just small aches and pains or, like, that 2.30 feeling that sometimes people get. Because when I get that 2.30 feeling – It's time to smoke a sativa and wake up. (laughs) Uh, So shout out also 
to the mint dispensary for taking care of us. I was actually looking at their website earlier today, what deals they had. And shout out to them because it's Toasted Tuesdays. We got some half ounce flour deals. I also see that since it's Tuesday, they got a medicated taco deal. So it's like 20 bucks for a meal deal and it's medicated. You get medicated tacos and you also get a medicated chocolate chip cookie. Danny, you trying to go get some medicated tacos? Right now, you and I were actually uh, get <laughs> on camera right here. So don't look like you're just talking to nobody. <laughs> Shout out uh, to Danny, producer extraordinaire. <laughs> we were actually just talking about this uh, this thing right now, and it just blew my mind the way you said it because I've seen the billboards for the weed pizza. Yeah. They're like, all right, that's interesting. That's something I like to try. But right now, you're telling me weed tacos. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Say that again. Yep, medicated tacos. And it looks like it's like either pastor or carne asada. Bro. All right, so my question to you is, uh, for those of you, obviously, that don't know me, um, I'm kind of new. I'm a novice at all this, so I'll definitely be asking a lot of questions throughout this episode, multiple episodes coming, and uh, so uh, that's why we got your girl here, Miranda. She's the expert. She knows what she's talking about. So my question is, how do they medicate the tacos? So they can go about it in a lot of ways. They could do, like, the medicated olive oil that I have here, or they could even do it with butter. And they can infuse the uh, tortilla okay. with the butter or the olive oil. Or they can even do the meat as well. All right. So now I've heard of the butter. How the butter. Because that's how you make cookies and brownies mm -hmm. and things like that. So, yeah. Now this olive oil. So I could I could actually cook with it? like Yeah. Like you can. If you wanted to go home right now and, like, make scrambled eggs. Right. Or whatever you'd like. And just put it in the pan. You just want to lower the, um, the temperature. You, you lower okay. the temperature and cook it a little bit longer so you don't want to cook the THC out. But, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I, do, I am a good cook. So I know my way around the kitchen. Slow cooking the eggs is the best way to go. Yeah. To get them nice and tender so you don't get that just overly burnt on one side. Mm -hmm. Nice and low heat. Beautiful. Slow and steady. There you go. <laughs> um, what does Gordon Ramsay like to do with his eggs? I think he put like cream, cream fresh in or something like that. Uh, yeah, he he puts a little bit of cream. I I, I actually like milk in mine. Like okay. I'll, I'll go full on milk. Like no, don't put. Go ahead and put a freaking cup of milk in there. Uh -uh, uh, just just a little bit. Get it a little bit fluffier. Get it like, yeah. like that. And of course, that slow heat is what gets them. Because a lot of people like they crank it all the way up and they just uh, you get that kind of a. Uh, burnt omelet and they're like dry yeah after a while they're just dry and nobody wants dry eggs there you go so no. so <laughs> so yeah get it nice and now with this uh olive oil so yeah get it get it nice and slow get it infused in there you mm -hmm. know maybe add some cheese you know add in the, everything regular some jalapenos and uh, Green onion. definitely you know who you're talking to <laughs> and so so i mean that was my biggest question how how it was done with the olive oil so now I mean, I could think of a plethora of things to do with that olive oil. You could even do the salsa. You can put the olive oil in the salsa. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Super duper easy. You make, uh, what is it, uh, pesto and um, a fancy aioli. <laughs> now, what is the concentration of the olive oil? Like how much would be in like an ounce or a dropper? So one uh, little dropper is going to be, um, each drop is 15 milligrams. Okay. Per, yeah. So it's pretty strong then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. You, you know, low and slow. <laughs> Or pre, uh, yeah, tread lightly, guys. yeah, tread very, lightly, tread lightly because again, you never know. I had to learn the hard way, and I thankfully haven't knocked myself out too much. But slow and steady runs the waste 
all the time, especially when it comes for physical pain. Um, I got I was in two car accidents that really, really messed up my back. And during that time, edibles were like the best thing for me because coughing from smoking flour and concentrate just really, really hurt my back. It just made me really sore. So that's why I really started to dabble in edibles. At first, I actually didn't like them too much because, again, I didn't know how to medicate with them. They also were a little expensive when I first started getting into cannabis. And average, you know, 30 bucks an edible at the time not feasible for a 21-year-old. I'm just saying. (laughs) But now that there's deals, you know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But I actually might even go over to the Mint and get some medicated tacos because it's Tuesday. Why not? And then for all my uh, concentrate fans and fiends, they have a lot of a lot of concentrate deals going on at the Mint. So shout out to them. Thank you for always taking care of us here at Frequencia and all of you patients here across Phoenix and Arizona. They are doing the dang thing. And where can they find the uh, the mint? So they actually have three locations, which is amazing. Uh, we got the Tempe location. We got Mesa. And then there's also a um, North Phoenix location and Cave Creek. Mm-hmm. All right. Way out there. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they actually, that's good points, honestly. So you got Tempe, Mesa over here, and then you got over at Cave Creek. So check them out. Also check their website. For those deals, confirm and see what you like. And always call ahead, too, just to confirm their stock or go to Leafly and pre-order. I'm a big fan of pre-ordering when it comes to cannabis and comes to dispensary runs here in Phoenix. Now that it's recreational, there's more patients, more customers. So always remember, tip your bud tender and order online. <laughs> right. I, I wanted to bring it back a little bit because I did hear you say that the bud tender. Now, for someone like me who's never walked into a dispensary, what is a bud tender? How are they going to help me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a bud tender is going to be your sales associate. Uh, in other fancy words, your cannabis guru. <laughs> so as a bud tender, you know, we're your guides to the cannabis world. So you come up to me as a bud tender and you let me know what you're feeling and what you're dealing with and why you want to use cannabis. If you just want to get high and relax, awesome. I got a couple of pre-rolls for you, a nice indica and hybrid that's going to make you chill. If you're looking for something for arthritis, for fibromyalgia, all right, let's look into the edibles and let's look into RSO to manage some pain. Uh, There is so many ways that you can medicate. And I think that's the beauty about the cannabis industry is that there are so many products for everyone to choose from. You don't have to stick to one brand and always medicate with that brand you can choose and pick anything you'd like and if you don't like that one just move on to the next one it's all gravy um so as a bud tender it's it's awesome because we get firsthand experience with a lot of new products here in arizona and just in general so we're your guide to trying all the products so if you don't want to try it we tried it for you uh i'm a big fan of flour so as a bud tender at the phoenix dispensary where i used to work it was my favorite thing to talk to patients about different strains and uh, how the terpene profiles really, really change the effect of your high. You know, terpenes are your flavor and your smell, your scent of the product. And terpenes are found in anything that's naturally grown. Lavender has linanol in it. And linanol is commonly found in a lot of indica strains. Uh, And, you know, you can go on and on with your bud tender 
because we are here to help you and we're borderline kind of like a bartender, but a lot better because you don't get a hangover the next day. <laughs> uh, so, you know, as a bartender, we're always here to help you and guide you and show you all the products across the board. It was one of the best things that I think I've ever done. Okay, I, I wanted to say that because it, it does sound like you were equating it a lot to a bartender. Mm-hmm. So, like, a bartender has to know all the different, you know, things that they're selling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the way you were describing how different things makes you feel, uh, I imagine there's favorite things. Like, for instance, uh, some people might like just drinking beer. They don't do yeah. liquor. Other people only do whiskey. They don't do anything else. So, like, yep. is that similar to that in uh, when it comes to weed? Oh, yeah, definitely. There are people who are... Uh, concentrate connoisseurs and only like to smoke concentrate uh and everyone has their preferred brand too i know people who specifically like to smoke vaping or specifically like, like to smoke uh wtf extracts uh shout out to both of them they're amazing and clean uh for me personally i i'm a flower girl i like to smoke flower a lot especially when i'm at home uh nothing beats coming home kicking your shoes off and rolling a blunt it at the end of the day, <laughs> you just let your hair down and you just smoke up and it's so relaxing. Uh, it's just relieving and it's just very de-stressing. It's awesome. So I prefer my flower. And then as far as like flower grows, if I like if you wanted to say like what was my favorite flower brand, uh, I actually really like Abundant Organics. They grow amazing flower. Um, so it's definitely a thing where people have preference for sure. Yeah. And uh, for one of the main things that I wanted to ask, and especially in our culture, in the Latino community, mm-hmm. it is very like red flag. Like it's very, uh, oh, what is the word? I'm taboo. Thinking. It is taboo. Yes. To uh, to talk about it, to do it, to think about it. Like, oh, it is a marijuana. It doesn't matter which. In, in the Latino community, you could be doing all kinds of drugs. You're a marijuana. Yep. Like that's, that's, that's what you're labeled as. And that's why it just has such a bad reputation mm-hmm. in our community uh so for now, now that uh it, it has been legalized here in arizona a lot of people especially you know older generations you know moms uh were very worried that their kids were just gonna fall off the wagon they're just gonna throw their life away because they're gonna start smoking or whatever so what is the message that we can send to those people or like try to um you know t- kind of step into the world not not maybe not do it themselves but kind of learn about it yeah Honestly, it just takes that education and talking to somebody who has that firsthand experience with cannabis. Um, Like you said, you know, in our community and in our families, it's always been looked down on to use cannabis. And I actually I got uh, prescribed some, you know, prescription meds for my mental health and it made me a zombie and it made me not want to live life. And so I turned to cannabis to really, really change my my aspect and outlook on life. And I was 18 at the time. And I can sit here and tell you right now, if it wasn't for cannabis, if it wasn't for me smoking weed, I would not have graduated high school. And I graduated high school working a part-time job and going to school full-time as well. So it really depends on the person. And it really depends on, you know, your will of life. And I've had multiple patients who've come into the dispensary who were prescribed opioids for years and their quality quality of life was so low and so far gone from what who from what and who they used to be. 
and they started smoking cannabis and it completely changed their lives. And that's my passion project. That's my mission in life is to help people and guide people and break the stigma of this amazing plant because there's a reason why the media few years ago even wanted us to think that you were going to be a no good, lazy, low life. That's what they wanted you to think. But I'm right here smiling, telling you how healthy as can be that cannabis is not going to it's not going to turn you into a lazy bum. It's only going to help you with your pain. It's only going to help you with your anxiety. It's only going to help you in the way that you need it to, in the way that you want it to. And again, if you like to sit back and smoke a joint, by all means, sit back and smoke a joint and relax. If you like to smoke, if you like to drink alcohol, you like to drink alcohol. But hey, at least the joint is not going to give you a hangover. At least there's that. <laughs> but it always, for me, you got to, you know, look at it and see all the education, all the proof that's there that it's not going to harm you. You got to give it a try and see how it's going to help you because it's going to help you. Okay. And uh, this might be too big of a question and uh, we might have to go over it in different episodes. But just to like take a step into it, mm-hmm. what, um, what can... Now that the, the, the law has passed that it's legalized, what happens to all those people who have been arrested and have it on the record for having possession of marijuana? Like, can they do anything about that or are they just shit out of luck because it was before it was legal? Yeah. So shout out to uh, Prop 207. Uh, expungements are now available for uh, marijuana records and um criminal charges so actually if you guys are interested um as of let's see here i believe it is july yes as of july 12th 2021 in arizona any person with a qualifying marijuana conviction may apply for convictions to be expunged and that i think is one of the best things that could have happened out of Prop 207. Is that something that they can do themselves or do they need a lawyer or mm-hmm. so so they need a lawyer for that? Yep. You definitely want to go look into uh, a couple of attorneys. Uh, it's not 100% necessary. You can apply for it to be uh, expunged, but I definitely recommend speaking to a local attorney and getting as much information as possible as far as that aspect because every case is different. So I always recommend going and getting that second opinion for sure. Right. So it's, it's pretty much comes down to anything legal like you know if you're going to do a divorce if you're going to do a, a company change if you're going to do something like that mm-hmm. yes you can do it yourself but it's not something you want to play with might as well get someone who's trained and uh does this for a living in order to represent you and have it done right you know just don't go to anybody Mm-mm. that's not like oh yeah i've done it before i did it for my cousin I yeah can do no it. like no nah, let's is, not play around with this stuff this is your livelihood right here and the fact that we are able to do this process is amazing so as much as much as you can reach out and definitely talk to an attorney and see what the best best route for you is um we should I'm, look into bringing an attorney in Asking him some questions. I think so. All right. I think that's going to be a guess. Let us know if you wanted to bring up attorney. Yeah. (laughs) So I was actually looking on um, Learner and Row Law Group. That's somewhere that I've actually been doing a little bit of my personal research. Highly recommend checking them out. And then also, uh, let's see here, MaricopaCountyAttorney.org. They're definitely um, a huge, huge recommendation. I've been also looking at them uh, and seeing all of their information, how they recommend – 
to get that done. And there's also a expungement request form on their website as well. So shout out to AmaricopaCountyAttorney.org. Boom, boom, boom. Ah, yes. Oh, no, don't start. <laughs> awesome. Right. Oh, my God. That, we also got a couple of people commenting here on the feed. Uh, we got uh, Kyla Carey Ryan Uh-oh. saying that, oh, that was a fun fact. She didn't know that. So with something we were talking about right there, Lorraine saying my beautiful niece. There you go. <laughs> What's up, Kyla? What's up, Thea Lorraine? Shout out to all my family in Phoenix. I love you guys and thank you for all the support. You know, Danny, I have to tell you, if it was it honestly, if it wasn't for my family supporting me in this, I don't I don't know where I'd be because it's it's definitely been a journey, you know. It's been a huge journey, you know, telling my family, hey, I, I want to use cannabis and this is how I like to medicate and this is how I like to relax and this truly helps me. Yeah, and it's, it's something that uh, part of the reason when you and I started about doing this project is that you thought that way. My uh, my family thought the same way, so it was hard for me. Uh, everyone else that we know, like our, our community has all been the same. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure people are going to relate to this mm -hmm. and hopefully you know their family their mom their aunt their dads their tios grandparents can like maybe watch this watch you speak of it and you know let's get rid of some of the ignorance let's get rid of some of the um with the 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 taboo feeling of it uh, and especially all the um Man, I'm blanking on words today. <laughs> it's Tuesday. It's hot. It was yeah. like one or something. I, I, I was in a warehouse earlier. Sun, so that that was. That, oh, no, that's right. That is what that is what the problem. Um, Shout out to Danny Extraordinaire, producer over here, just in the sun, <laughs> baking away. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, so if if you're out there, or maybe you haven't spoken to your parents or family about it, you're still in secret. You know, uh, I mean, how many of us were like in the bathroom of our homes? with the vents and everything? You know, with the window trying to get it out and <laughs> toilet paper roll. A sock, dryer sheets. Wow, they got expert. <laughs> so, so yeah, like things like that. Hopefully, this will give you a venue to like open the conversation with your family. So, I mean, that's that was our part of our reasoning for mm -hmm. starting this podcast. Yep, and I'm super excited to open up the conversation, and I want to be able to bring every side of the conversation out, whether it's opposing, whether it's with. It's, this is an open platform, so shoot us any and all your questions and recommendations. If there's something that you want to see me review, let me know, and I'll go find it and review it. Uh, by the way, it's been about, what, 20 minutes? Since about I, 20 minutes. And I'm slightly feeling a little tension release in my shoulders and a less tightness in my back. Uh, earlier today, I was in a warehouse um, – I am a brand ambassador for vaping, so shout out to vaping. Um, but I was in a warehouse cleaning up some stuff, and my back, I just turned 27, guys, and this, like, pre-30 back pain is real. Um, Bro, you're telling me. Dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I turned 30 on Saturday, so. Oh, you do? Yeah. Happy early birthday to yeah. Danny, guys. 
and I'm and, and I've been feeling it for years. So it's messed up, man. Like <laughs> this ain't right. And then the rain too, like um, all the humidity. It was the humidity. That's I'm over what... here like a viejita, like the rain. It's making my body hurt. <laughs> my knees telling me that it's gonna rain. And... Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. And your elbow and oh my god. It's not fair. It's not fair. So yeah, I was feeling a little tight when I came in, and now I'm starting to feel less tight. So if I took a little bit more, if I took like maybe, I think like like three more gummies i'd be like hey how you doing daddy (laughs) which is uh awesome that'll be a future episode it will be a future episode i promise (laughs) (laughs) oh man i just want to say thank you to everyone for tuning in and coming and hanging out with us and thank you to frequencia for for believing in me and this mission project of mine uh I got into cannabis on accident and it turned into a beautiful thing. So don't be scared. Give it a try at all, (laughs) ever. Uh, I love being the cannabis guru and it's so funny because now that I've been in the industry for a while, my family all knows that I am the cannabis girl, the weed girl, marijuana girl. Something along those lines. And so it's it's always fun when you have um, one of your aunts texting you and be like, Mija, what, what would help me with this? What will help me with that? <laughs> it is literally one of the best things ever. And how many of us don't have, you know, our dads, our tios, our grandparents working construction? How much could that, that help them right here? My dad actually is a uh, construction worker and handyman. He's uh, done drywall my whole life. And funny tidbit, my parents and my grandparents have been using cannabis since I was little. <laughs> but yeah, of course, it's like you're a child. You're not you're not supposed to be using it, which is fair. You know, we y- right, you wouldn't give a kid a drink. No, yeah. you know, there's a time and a place is an age for everything. You know, you got to earn that stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't smoke marijuana until I was yeah, I was like 17 and a half, 18. That's when the, like, I legit first had weed. Okay. That was outrageous because all my other friends in high school, they were definitely smoking. I knew people smoking in like oh yeah eighth grade. I remember the first time I was offered a bowl. I did not know what a bowl was. I like the who? I, I got <laughs> it from, uh, <laughs> from, uh, from context and because I knew what they did, I kind of kind of guessed what it would be yeah and uh you know we, and it was at a at a party it was actually a cast party i used to do theater yeah and so that's a uh, theater kids watch out for them theater kids man watch out for them theater kids it's the quiet ones it's the quiet ones <laughs> and no definitely and uh yeah. so as i was i was actually uh waiting to get picked up to go home and uh, my friends outside are like hey man i know this may not be your thing but we're about to go uh smoke a bowl if you want to join us and for me, I didn't want to like, what's the ball? Like, no, you know what? I'm good for today. I had some earlier. Like, I had no idea what I, I was talking about. some earlier. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still okay from that. So, yeah, you guys go ahead. Have fun. And I'll join you for the next one. Like a bowl of menudo. I'm still full <laughs> from the first one. I'm okay. I- I'm okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. No, I remember. Um, I think I was like 16 and I went to I graduated from Caesar Travis High Schools uh shout out to the peg sis shout out to Travis um I was at the bus stop and I was hanging out with some peoples and they they, we were still on school property technically and they passed me a blunt they're like you want to hit this and I'm like whoa no 
Because <laughs> I knew if I hit that thing and I walked through that door, my dad knew exactly what I was going to smell like. And I was not trying to die that day. Right. I was not trying to die that day, Danny. No. No. Um, <laughs> if you've had a interesting experience with your parents catching you either getting high or coming home high, please share us that. Please share the story with us. Those are the best ones. Like please, you, please share. Bloodshot eyes are like, where were you? I'm taking a walk. It's just that, those famous walks. Danny, how did you know? <laughs> I, that was literally, that was the, oh the, my God. Hey, the, the, that pre-Thanksgiving walk with oh your my. cousins. It had to be. <laughs> those are my favorite memes to share now too because now that we're all adults, like I even like shoulder but my dad i'm like you trying to go upstairs and like you know real quick medicate real quick like let's go dad uh this is like my brothers and my cousins like let's go let's go right? i'm always the first one to be like over here <laughs> and it's it's just it's bonding honestly it like oh, i'm gonna get sentimental so me and my my dad like we kind of had like a strained relationship just because i you know went back and forth between mom and dad's house growing up and um as I got older and my dad and I started smoking weed together, we became closer. Okay. And I never I never thought that something like cannabis could bring me and my dad together like that. And it truly did. It was something that we found uh, a, lo- a, a level playing field. It was a mutual interest of ours. Like he knew I worked in the cannabis industry. I, I realized how much he was super into it and really liked to medicate and just was super about it. So it was really cool to, you know, find that and get to talk to my dad about him going to California and going and getting cookies, weed, and going and getting burners flower and all the Cypress Hill flower. It's 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 cool because I never thought I would have that type of friendship and relationship with my dad. So I think that's one of the top things, too, that makes me thankful about cannabis because people say it breaks your family apart. But in in my life, it brought my family together brought me and my dad together and it's cool it's really really cool i've seen a lot uh in my family my friends families that uh you know how our dads are all like you know hardened you know no feeling no emotion machismo machismo yeah and uh so they don't really get close to their kids especially like you know what their sons are like yeah you're my son but you know handshake or hug whatever like, yeah and they don't really bond yeah. Until they start drinking together. Like, okay, now you're my son. We can drink together. Yep. Now you can tell me about your day. Now I can tell you about my life, how I feel because I've got a drink in my hand. And now it's it's more appropriate, quote unquote. And uh, that's, an, that's also, that's a toxicity in our culture that is slowly kind of starting to fade, but it's just, it, it, it needs to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can imagine that's very similar. Like now that you're doing this together, you're going through this journey together. Mm-hmm. It brings you closer. It does. It it really does because, you know, I have my own mental health issues and, you know, my things that I deal with and smoking relaxes me and chills me out and calms my anxiety down. You know, with anxiety, you create scenarios in your head and it's point blank, just not fun. Uh, And, you know, same thing with my dad. He had a rough childhood. You know what I mean? So he and he's a construction worker. He's a hard, you know, working man and smoking, you know, weed with me relaxed him chilled him out and we were starting we you know started talking about different strains that we liked and then it morphed into how's your day how, how are you doing how's you life go. and yep. it, it was a beautiful experience dude all right i got a got a few more comments right here i got That's some it. uh joseph Pred- predo 
I'm sorry if I don't pronounce all these right. Joseph uh, Dope. Yeah, saying that uh, Cannabiotics is my favorite brand. Y'all need it here in AZ. The turf profiles are unparalleled. Sal Pena also saying, yo. Ah, what's up, Sal? <laughs> uh, what's up, Theo? <laughs> another, another question here from Joseph said, I have a question about cultivating or har- harvesting. Trying to keep it 60-60 humidity and temp during the harvest is difficult here in San Diego with the humidity being so high. How does slow and low method work using a fridge? I'm worried about temp being so low and no air circulation. Any advice? Interesting. Let me get back to you on that. I'm actually going to reach out to one of my grower friends. Okay. Uh, my friend Ryan, uh, can't, he's one of my favorite growers. He uh, grows Master Kush and Haze Forest One. Shout out to Tyler Amstutz as well. Uh, let me get back to you guys on that one for sure. I've never actually heard of that method with a fridge. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's what it says right here, so. Awesome. Okay. Well, we're going to learn some things together, guys. Uh, and uh, yes, Cannabiotics out in California, CBX is what they're also known as. Uh, I tried their cereal milk, and oh my God. Was it amazing? What do you mean cereal milk? The strain was called cereal milk. Oh, okay. So it's not milk. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't ready for that one. He's like, Miranda. Does the cow get high and then? <laughs> That's a good life for the cow. No, yeah. Uh, let me see here. CBX uh, cereal milk. Um, I was actually out in California uh about a month ago, and I went out to uh, Lemonade Works out in Van Nuys. Shout out to that dispensary out in Cali. Uh, and I picked up some CBX, and then I also picked up some Backpack Boys uh, White Cherry Gelato. Uh, so shout out to Backpack Boys. Let me know how you guys like those. Uh, the Let's see here. The cereal milk is going to be strawberry. Let me see here. Let's see. This information is on Cannabiotics website too. So shout out to them. Uh, you can also find information like this on uh, Weed Maps and Leafly. I highly, highly recommend using Leafly. That's my main source of education when it comes to cannabis. Uh, I've always used it ever since I was a receptionist back in the day. It's taught me so much. Uh, so I always recommend going on there, reading all the latest articles. And they also are your main hub for your dispensaries, uh, seeing their menus, ordering product from the dispensary. So shout out to Leafly. Let's see here. I think it averaged, yeah, it was like 29% THC. It was really, really high. Uh, With flour, you always want to have your flour tested, all of your cannabis products tested. So... Don't ever be afraid to ask your bud tender how what is the testing on this and they will provide it for you. It is your medicine. Always educate yourself on what you're smoking, what you're eating, what you're drinking. It's very, very important because you never know if your body can have a reaction to it. Uh, do, do, do. So, yes, it is a hybrid and it is – oh, yeah, it's an offspring of strawberry lemonade and thick mint cookies. All right, because, yeah, Joseph here also says thick mint and casino kush. Oh, okay. So they might be doing a little bit differently at uh, CBX. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a phenotype, phenotype 15. Yeah. No, this flower was amazing. It smelled like, I don't want to say milk. It just smelled like 
something like sweet syrup milk. I'm sorry. Okay. It did. It really did. <laughs> and it was really, really awesome. Um, I bought an eighth of that. And California is a little bit differently as far as pricing. Their taxes is a little high out there. Um, it's right. like 30% or a lot. So Ask I Ask everybody moving over here. Right. <laughs> Whew, By the way, we full. We're full. Go home, keep California. Going, if you're going to keep going, keep going to New Mexico. Like, they're and empty over there. <laughs> they don't do uh, reciprocity. Certain states, you know, if you have a medical card in uh, one state, they might receive, they might take your medical card. So I thought they would do that there, but they didn't, unfortunately. Ah, okay. um, so here in Arizona, if you do have your medical card, you do not have to pay the additional sales tax that is on top of recreational sales. You just pay the city and state sale, uh, taxes on top of your, you know, product, and that's it. Whereas with the recreational patients, they have to pay an additional 16%. Okay. And it does, it does, it does add up right. after a while, honestly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so whatever your preference is, whether you don't want to have a medical card or do, I personally will keep my medical card and recommend getting a medical card because they last two years now in Arizona and for about 200 bucks, I feel like that's worth it in the end. It'll pay for itself in the end. Yep. 100% will pay for itself. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I spent, I think I bought a quarter. Yeah, I got an eighth and an eighth of the two strains. And I spent, I want to say around one, two, almost like one thirty, hundred thirty dollars for a quarter. Okay. And uh, we also got uh, our buddy Jeremy is uh, also commenting saying New Jersey accepts out of state medical cards too. Shout out to New Jersey. If you're out in New Jersey, take your medical card with you. That's awesome. Thank you, Jeremy. That's great. I love that. Yeah, I spent a lot. But it was worth it because I think I, I – I was smoking on that cereal milk for a week and a half. Okay. And if you don't know what an eighth of flour is, it is 3.5 grams, three and a half grams. And if you are somebody who likes to smoke blunts, that's roughly about two two blunts, maybe three if you know you're, you're very frugal with your flour and you're very um, – yeah, if you're smart with your flour, maybe you can get three blunts out of an eighth, uh, but you can get a couple of joints out of that too. But it's the fact that I was able to smoke on that eighth of cereal milk for as long as I did, I was impressed because a little went a long, long way. Right. Yep. And then that white cherry gelato, that white cherry gelato is amazing. Um, it's from the grower uh, Backpack Boys. I believe they're exclusively out in California right now as well. Uh, but there are a lot of brands that are coming into Arizona that I'm super excited about. Uh, I recently tried Stizzy. Uh, they're a brand that have been in California for a while now. And they came out here to Arizona with their distillate pods. And they're nice and sleek too. I like it. Um, it's very smooth. And I like the way it connects in. And their strains... There, oh my god, they have so many strains to choose from. Okay, so many. Now uh, we're we're coming up on time here, but I did want to ask, like, because we're we're talking about interstates and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, like, if we if I were to go state in New Jersey, who accepts out of out of uh, out of state IDs, can I bring it back to Arizona, or is there regulations? Can I just not take them on planes, or what? what is the process or can I just not do it? It's not recommended. So actually I, I saw an article and I'm gonna have to dig it up, but I saw that TSA is actually not specifically looking for weed anymore. Okay. Yeah. But if you're traveling into a state that has it, I believe you're okay as long as you're 21 and above. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, now that you bring it up, I did see an article about 40% of 
police dogs had to be retired because they're trained to sniff it out. And so they're like, now that they're going to keep sniffing the rest of their life, they're trained that way. Yep. They're like, all right, but I mean, bro, you're no good to me because even if you sniff it out and we find something else mm-hmm. um, on you, you, they can't use it anymore because they don't have like, they, it's similar to needing a warrant Yep. in order to get that. So like, no, you can't search me for weed and find something else. Yeah, you can find me with weed, with cocaine, drugs, meth, guns, everything. Yep. None of this is valid because you found it using a drug sniffing dog. And weed is legal. Yep. So, yeah, 40% of dogs had to be retired. So now they're just going to be living off their doggy pensions. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope that dog has a nice pension. Shoot. That dog deserves a good payout. I mean, <laughs> excuse me. That's a lot of hard work. <laughs> and, like, to, you know, fight those little addictions he probably had to be fighting. Like, right? Like, no, not today, <laughs> Grover. Not today. Has, like, a little stash for himself. Just got to keep going. Not today. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Danny is about to kick me out of the studio. Just kidding. <laughs> but uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in and commented and hung out with us. We appreciate you. And send us all your questions, concerns, recommendations. We want to hear it. We want to see it. And I'm super excited to be hanging out with you guys. See you next week. And shout out to Frequencer Radio and Marizona. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>